Open your ears and lower your expectations. There's a new podcast sweeping a very small portion of the nation. Listen now, listen fast, because this episode may be their last. He's Sean, he's Chris, you should listen to this. It's an hour you'll never get back. On SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Honorado and Sean Bagnardi. It is an hour you'll never get back. Sean, the people have spoken. And for the first time in a long time, we listened. Chris Honorado, Sean Bagnardi, we did a podcast last week without a guest. Yep. And the reviews are in, and they're not good. Why would they be? Well, I was unfriendly to religion, <laughs> and it was a mess. <laughs> and you what, know what's what? going on with this mic stand? Look at this. I think it's the cord more than the stand. I think the cord is holding you back a little bit there. Gotta, how do I move? I'm taut. It's too taut. Look at this. Yep. This is unbelievable. Well, good. Turn it away right. from your face more than people can't hear <laughs> okay, you. Okay, That would be perfect. Just hold on a second. Yeah, all yeah. right. Okay. Uh, one thing I'm a little concerned about here with this week is yep. that our guest, who we're very excited to have on the podcast, Christy Barletti, writes for the Albany Times Union. She's a blogger. She's an editor. Yeah. Uh, she makes weekly radio appearances in the area as well. <sighs> she said that she's listened to a few of these still decided to do the podcast, so that's good news. Good sign. Probably lowered her expectations and standards uh, in order to prepare for this. This will be two hours, basically. She never gets back. It's taking right. part in it and yes. then potentially listening to and it. And then listening. And she said one of them she listened to was the, the guestless oh, podcast. That's no good. Oh, I want to talk about that one for one second because I'm, right. I'm furious this week. Okay. And here's we why. We have some housekeep. Can we just, okay, just could, hang on a second? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Um, so we'll, we will we will do a bunch of things with Christy uh, style. Oh yeah, like fashion. Okay, uh, we'll talk dating mishaps, mm. faux pas. Um, she's not a foodie, foodie, but there is one food she craves that that she had to do without for a while. We'll talk about that. Okay, um, and she has a young daughter too, which can create funny scenarios in real life i would imagine yeah so she's got some good stories to share with us here in the next hour it's very exciting okay go ahead go back to that last well week. okay so last week as you mentioned we didn't have a guest so it was a lot of you and i and i went back as i always do and listened it's to just me to it's the just show you and me a lot of you and me you, you, you and it's me. a lot of i sorry yeah. sorry a lot of you and me sorry <laughs> uh and I'm listening, and I'm, I realize that I have picked up on one of your bad habits. I'm sorry, you're blaming me for something Correct. you did last week. Yes, I notice you have this. You have this thing. You do it Air well. Air confidence. Yeah, that's not it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you do it well though, because you you don't overdo it in conversation. Okay. And you don't overdo it in any broadcast sense, which All is right. good. But. A novice like me picks up this thing, and I can't stop doing it. And it sounds like an idiot on the podcast. And here's what it is. Okay. It is saying something mm-hmm. before your sentence. Such as? Look. Blah, 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 blah. 
I'll say this. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And, and you did that a lot last week? Oh, my God. I, I looked, look, before <laughs> three quarters of my sentences. Okay. I, I, it was to the point where it was starting to annoy me. And You're probably, I would you probably think, the only one. And I would think yeah. our listeners as well. Right. Sure. And I blame you for that. You've ru- I feel like conversationally I've done well in life, and you've now taken something away from me or, or added something that didn't belong. Let's go back a second. Okay. You haven't. Okay. You haven't done well in life conversationally prior <laughs> okay. to this podcast. Right. Okay? Uh, and, and, and secondly, no, it's not my fault. First of all, I don't have that bad habit. I think you do. I think you're wrong. I think I'll, I think we'll see. We're going to have to cut up like the first eight episodes yeah. of this podcast to every look. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I'll say this. <laughs> right. Here's I'll the be pr- honest. Here's, here's my the problem. Thing. Here's my problem. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll do a melt of those. What else are we doing today on this thing? Um, I have a, a funny story about my mom and social media. Okay. Hey, by the way, speaking of social media, this is exciting. We have a Facebook page. All right. It's called An Hour You'll Never Get Back. So search it on Facebook, like it, and we will put some thought-provoking questions out there to our very limited listening audience. I And I don't think people even appreciate the, the strain, I, the stress that you endured getting this thing on online. What did you say last week on, on this podcast? What did you say? Look. No. Well, you did. You said that a lot. 50 times. Yeah. What did you say? What did you promise the people? That I would do it. That you would create a Facebook page yeah. that would be linked to this show. I did didn't. you do that? Well, no, because you did. <laughs> yes, I only did it because you didn't. <laughs> and you weren't, That's I should wh- say. I don't, I don't like I don't like Facebook. Okay? I don't do anything on my own personal Facebook yeah, page. Right. But we were convinced by people much smarter than the two of us that we needed a Facebook page or that we should have a Facebook page that would help us kind of reach, again, the limited listening audience. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. We agreed. Okay. So I log on to Facebook. I, I don't log on to Facebook. I create a new Facebook account yeah. with our email and our will never get back at gmail.com. Okay. Create a password. It creates – it then asks for your name, birthday, all that crap. Okay. So I have now created a separate Facebook account from my own personal oh, page. Okay? Right. It's too much. Then you create the page that people can like. So I now have a different Chris Honorado account with a page you're, an hour you'll never get back. So you now have, at but, this point, three Facebook pages. Correct. That you're managing. Correct. <laughs> okay. But I think I've done this correct. I don't know. I've never done this no, before. No, you didn't. So I think I did <laughs> – I think uh, what I'm thinking is that I've done this right. People are now liking the page. That's exciting. Here's the problem. <laughs> yep. Yep. I figured you there were. Gonna, I figured you were going to say something <laughs> like that. I'm now getting friend requests to uh, this other account that's okay. out there. Right. Have no idea what I'm doing in creating and doing anything on Facebook. I have to deactivate the one account, move all the information from the hour you'll never get back page into my own now personal Facebook page. It was a complete nightmare and mess. I will say this. How's that for a precursor? <laughs> yeah, okay. Through like the frequently asked questions sec- section on Facebook, it was actually very helpful. Oh, good. And we were able to pull this thing off. So we have a Facebook page. Go like it. It took and, about uh, six people in the newsroom and to you help can email you do us. this. 
Yeah, it was a real project. But this is exciting because now we have somewhere we can, you know, put put the questions yeah, to the people, or people could put the questions to us. That or I say, would love. Yeah, hey, talk about this, whatever. So that is exciting because look, obviously, we need all help we can get. Yeah, we got an email this week, um, and and after last week's episode, you're upset with the way you said look so much or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I I now have people. Comparing me to sixteen-year-old girls after last week's podcast—that seems about right. And what we'll talk about? Okay, that. we'll get yeah. to that. Sure. And there was an email, even a, a very angry listener from somebody we know, no doubt. Of course, <laughs> not the Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> he is not. He has not uh, sent us anything, despite the request. No, okay. right? No, no. Thanks. Yeah. Is he still listening? Probably. Do we not. still have the Netherlands listening. He was like, "They can't get a guest. I'm right. out." Yeah, that's probably yep. true. All right. Um, so I've got a funny story about my mom and social media, which I'll tell uh, as well. News of the week. Yeah. Sad news again. Are we desensitized to this? Of course, we're talking about the shooting at uh, the the college in Oregon. Community college, right. yeah. Um, I don't, it's funny. Every time it happens, people say that we are. We're desensitized. Hmm. Who is? Yeah, because I react the same way every time. Yeah, me too. The president says, we're becoming numb to this. And I think he's he's more or less approaching it from the political standpoint of, we're becoming numb because it does, this doesn't inspire us to pass yeah. the gun control legislation that he wants. Right. So he can say it as maybe the lawmakers have become numb. But I don't think as a society we've become numb, do you? No, I don't think so. Um, but I think the concern is that we will over time. Just the way, having grown up watching New York City news, somebody's getting shot. In the, and, it, and it happens in the Albany area way too much, right. too. Are we desensitized to that? Yes. Okay, and I think that's the concern, is that these mass shootings will become too commonplace the part of the culture yeah right possible it seems hard to believe yeah i just think that's the fear i think that's what you try to stop try to protect yourselves from uh, yeah what what can you say about these things really i mean it's unbelievable it's just one after the other and as we've talked about we we've gotten into this issue Mm -hmm. on here so we don't have to do it again but Obviously, things need to be done on a number of levels. So it's tragic and unfortunate, and I just hope that we don't have to talk about it again. Right. I'm with you there all the way. We do have some stories to tell, as you mentioned. Yeah. Yours involving. You like stories. Love them. You create situations in your life just with the possibility of getting a good story out of it. Yeah, well, yeah, and to my own detriment. I mean, it's Sometimes, killed me at times. That, that, we enjoy that. We have been, I don't want to tell this story, so maybe I shouldn't even bring it up, but I'm good anyway. Okay. We have, we had one moment, you and I, yeah. in a bar. Sure. Not that kind of moment. No, no. not that kind of moment. Right. Well, the last night. That, that was close <laughs> that to a moment. Well, we had yeah, a, we had a, yeah. we had a, uh-huh. a, a touchy right. yeah. gentleman sure. <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. bar. Uh, not going to tell that story either. We'll just keep teasing it. And you know what, though? As you said in that moment, I don't mind it. Oh, That's I know. a compliment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We'll right. take any compliment we can get. Anybody yes. running their fingers through your hair, you just think is the best thing in the world. Are you talking about me specifically? Yeah. Oh, okay. I am. I don't mind it. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. 
Uh, but you and I have had a moment in a bar where something <laughs> developed where we both knew what was happening and the mm-hmm. rest of the world wouldn't, where we looked at each other and just, you want to talk about stories. I mean, that's, those are the moments that I create that just okay. can can kill me at yeah. times. But this this story that we have this week involves both of us, mm-hmm. and it's more on what we've touched on before about ne- people not being able to pick up on the social cues of life. Right. So we are, well, this was last week. We're at a bar. Mm -hmm. Guy comes up to us who knows us from having worked with us months ago, right? Couldn't say. Me either. Completely different shift. Right. Different shift. Couldn't say. Right. Knew us both by name. Obviously, he's going to know you by name. I was surprised that he would know me by name. Okay. Because you're on the air. He should know all the on-air people, at least. but. Because maybe you've seen him three times at yeah. the office the yeah. whole time he worked here. Yeah. Comes up to us at the bar, which is fine. Yeah. Says hello, says, hey, Chris. And I introduced myself. I said, yeah, I'm Sean. He goes, no, yeah, Sean. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he said my name before I did. To yeah. him. So he, okay. So he's standing next to us mm-hmm. for how long would you say? Perfectly fine to come up, say hello. Correct. Hey, how's everything going? Like, Great. We were okay. good there. Yeah. And then we got we started getting the life story a little yes. bit. Yes. Didn't ask for it. No. But we were getting it. Right. And that's where the cues come in. There were enough awkward pauses yes. where you would, okay, good to see you. Right. Exactly. That's where you, so, thanks, guys. I'm going to hang out with my other friends. Right. Or, you know, good seeing you guys. Yeah. Or, good luck with everything. Exactly. Or see you around. Right. The, the, the outs were there mm-hmm. for him. Right. The problem is they weren't there for us. We, it was kind of like a road game for us, right? Big time. Different bar we'd never go right. to. We don't, we don't really know other people there where we can just be like, okay, we're going to get away from this conversation. Yeah. So it got awkward. Mm-hmm. And how do you not get it? How do you not get when people want to get out of a conversation with you? Look, I'm not engaging you. That's I said, look, I, I always, just did look. You, you did. Yeah. That's what I... Oh, that's what I fail to understand. I mean, it happens all the time, though. And, and you know what? I, I wonder, maybe I've been that guy before. Don't you think that maybe? But no, because you get it. I, that's what I think, too. I know. When the conversation just starts to draw on, all right. Right. Enough is Good enough. Good to see you. And I've always said that's the difference. There are two kinds of people in this world. There are the kind of people who... Can make eye contact with each other, yeah, and know that something yeah. else is going on in the room about right. somebody. Yep, and then there are those other people yes. who don't get it, <laughs> right? Who aren't looking at it, right? So we have people, yeah, in our lives mm-hmm. when they walk in the room, they start to start doing something. We look at each other, right. and we don't have to say a word, no. Nope. But it's that. So there are two kinds of people: yeah. the people who can communicate visually about people and then those people about the people who don't know they're being communicated about visually correct yeah exactly okay so that was bad enough yeah and now this is is just a couple nights ago we're we're standing outside of a bar getting ready to go in why do all your stories start this way we're at a bar yes (laughs) you and i are at a bar all right you and me no you You and and I, i i'm at a bar See, just take the U end out of any sentence and see if it makes sense. Yeah, but it w- I wouldn't say I, I, I are at a bar. 
I am. You wouldn't say <laughs> me, me at a bar. <laughs> me at a bar. So you have to you have to take things out and adjust as well. Look, nobody said the English Don't language say, is easy. See, you just did it. You just friggin' did it. And that's why it is you. Bottom line, uh, we think it's a friend of ours that we do. Yeah. I know. Josh Coomjian. That's okay. Right. We'll say his name. name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get another nasty email now coming for sure. His wife's like, already you, attacked He'd us. be like, "You idiots! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're your own worst enemies." Right. So we're outside of this bar, about mm. to go in. Right. Encounter a coworker outside. Yeah. Who tells us big save that somebody is inside? Don't want to go who in he there. He would know that. I don't necessarily want to say. Right. So we're we're now in the parking lot. Like, well, you want to go somewhere do we do now? else? Yeah. yeah, maybe we can do something else. Right. Um, it's classic. So we're at our cars mm-hmm. now, having this discussion about the next place. Right. Where are we going? And this guy who had just come out of the bar yep. approaches us. Right. And says, like, makes it clear that he. His ride had just left. Gone. Gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was asking us, like, whoa. Because he heard us saying, oh, where are you guys going? Like, well, we don't really know yet. Why, what do you care? Right. And then he's like, yeah, you know, my, my ride just left. Like, I'm thinking about going down to this other bar. No, he's like, my car's by work. Oh, right, It's right. like a mile away. Yeah. And then he said his ride left, but he was trying to, he's trying to get to, he said, the beer garden, right? Which is where his car was near, yeah. Oh, okay. I yep. see. And then he... And then he's standing there, mm-hmm. expecting, waiting for us to make a decision. Correct. To where he then could say, "Hey, do you mind dropping right. me off on right. your way?" Right. So I threw something out there, hoping you would really pick up on it. You didn't. What'd you throw? Well, I said, "You know what? Let's just go in here, the bar room, the parking lot we're standing in." Uh-huh. So let's go in there. Let's just have one. And I'm like, "No, we can't." Yeah, because you're like, "Are we really going in there?" No, but this is the only way to get rid of the guy. Yeah, so we had to turn around, fake like we were going yeah. back. Get, the worst part was pump fake. while he's standing there, and this is going on for a couple of minutes now, to the point where it's getting really uncomfortable. We're by our cars. He's standing five feet away from us, not saying anything. At, right, <laughs> and then and then just just waiting. Yeah. Then, so then. A taxi drives in, pulls in the parking <laughs> right, lot, right. and I said, "Buddy, there's your answer right yep. there." And he's like, "No, I don't." Think he's like, I "Yeah, don't but it's it. only a mile away. Is that <laughs> yeah. kind of pathetic?" I and got then a I cab. said, "And I said, will it be cheap?" Right. Uh, wouldn't get in the cab. No. You want you want to ride somewhere? You need a ride. This is what that service is. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. Right. Not us. And then what did he say? Maybe I'll call my wife. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, right. that's... Go home. Right. So then finally, we pulled your move. We faked like we were going back in, mm-hmm. broke away from him, yep. turned back around, right, and then left and went somewhere else. That We wasted 20 minutes. Easy. It would have been 15 <laughs> without him there. <laughs> right. But still, that extra five. Killer. Yep. Absolute killer. Um, your parents, so are they social media inclined? My, oof, my father... Is a little bit. Okay. Um, Mom hates it. Yeah. Couldn't hate it anymore. Your grandfather, how old is he? 86. He's my not dad's on Facebook, side. is he? No. Okay. Um, my my parents are both on Facebook. Uh, my mom is better at it than my dad. She's more active anyway than my, my dad, but she does not get Twitter. Okay, perfect. Um, she's on Twitter, and as you know, I, I like Twitter. Um, she has tweeted what looks like a total of four times. Okay. Here Sounds are like tweets. me. First tweet. 
back to 2013. She just wrote, Amen. <laughs> okay. Then, in 2014, she tweeted, We are here. She tweeted, We are here. Yep. Then, not, not, er- any, not where, just here. Right. Okay. Early 2015. Question. Did you Albany win? We watched your 6 o'clock news. Now, this okay. is not a message are to you. Are you picking up the theme here? I, I am. All right. Yeah. So, we are planning a trip to Los Angeles. I can't say why. But... My mom, a week ago, as we're planning the trip, we're picking out flights, hotels, all this stuff. Okay. We are texting back and forth. I'm texting with my dad. I then am sitting at my desk at work, and I just refresh Twitter constantly. Otherwise, there's a chance I wouldn't have ever seen this. She tweeted, return from LAX can be 7 a.m., home at 2.17 p.m. in Newark, or 4.20 p.m., Home in Newark, 12.30 a.m. She tweeted that. That's incredible. Now, she only has 12 followers, thankfully. Yeah. Most of them probably family members. 12 retweets. Clearly, she thinks in these four instances that she's texting. Right. Because she didn't tweet at me. Right. She just thought, I'm texting. So I I text. I said, Mom, you're tweeting, not texting. (laughs) What are you? Is what I text her. And all she writes back is, sorry. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? To, To be fair... You saw it. You got the message. <laughs> I did. So maybe she knows what she's doing. That's the best yeah. way to reach me is through Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Tw- Twelve retweets on that uh, LAX. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I favorited it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we have an email. Oh, uh, we do have an email now. Last week, let's take you back to last week. We got an email from someone with the and the subject line was "I demand my hour back." Right now, okay. this email is regarding the subject on the regarding the image i'll never escape here we go to whom it may concern i was moved to send my first email to the podcast but by the way you can email us an hour you'll never get back at gmail.com or hit us up on facebook yeah facebook as well yeah good you like facebook better than email quicker i think people will the people will more likely to do that okay right uh move to send my first email to the podcast after hearing details revealed by chris sonorato in last week's reading watching listening to segment losing an hour is nothing compared to what i have gained from listening to this particular episode namely flashbacks eye twitches insomnia fever dreams (laughs) night terrors day hives rickets dry rot night sweats irritable bowels split ends the list goes on in that segment mr honorado describes several songs too and i quote Pump in the car as you're driving around at the windows down. <laughs> I probably did say that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you did. All right. Uh, he went on to describe a number of popular hits. He additionally referred to those hits as chick songs and then indicated an expectation to be teased mercilessly for his love of them, presumably because he is not a, quote, chick. Any number of people, particularly women, might be offended by these <laughs> statements, calling them offensive or sexist. Are they? A little. Really? I think. But you can say chick flick and that's not offensive. It just means it's a little more sensitive based. Okay, fine. You should, you should care. You should stop. Uh, the email goes on to say, I don't happen to be one of them. After all, they are chick songs, and he should be teased mercilessly. 
No, my pain and suffering began when Mr. Honorado declared Fight Song by Rachel Platten to be among his favorites and among those to be pumped in the car. Do you have any idea how much that song plays on the radio in an average fortnight? I don't either, but I'll be damned if I can get in the car without hearing it. If that weren't enough, each time the song does come on, I not only hear it in my ears, but now I am forced to picture in my mind a grown man ever so slightly reclined behind the wheel of his car, windows down, head back, air blowing through <laughs> <laughs> His luxurious red locks. Oh, you had to get it in, didn't you? Pedal to the Jersey metal, belting out his baritone version of this lady anthem at full volume. I only have one question. <laughs> How do you sleep at night? Not well. Actually, I, I tend to drool a lot, to be honest. Uh, let me say this. If you have, if you may have. She wrote that? No, no, no. I'm answering the question. How do you sleep at night? Uh, okay. That's how I sleep. No, you, you said, let me say this. Oh, yeah. Yes, she wrote, let me say this. Okay. You may have. Only one match, Mr. Honorado, but you can clearly make an explosion when it comes to burning an indelible mark in the minds of your listeners. Yes, we can hear your voice. We cannot unhear it. And while you still may have a lot of fight left in you, Mr. Honorado, I must admit, utter defeat. A lot of Mr. Honorados. I'm old. I know. I, I get was going to get to that. Not only can we not get our hour back, but now we cannot get the image of you singing your Prove You're All Right song out <laughs> of our heads. <laughs> right. I am not all right, sir. And I fear I never will be thanks to you. I thank you for your time, and for the love of God, just watch the damn Garth Brooks Justin Timberlake video already. I have included the link. Oh, wow. Sincerely, not Kate Welsh Ofer, but a completely unique listener who is not acquainted with you whatsoever. That's incredible. She's the best. She's right. She is. Um, That's a lot of things going on in that I've got a list here of... Names of artists I was going to mention when we do the who you're listening to. I, oh, let me start crossing them off. Uh, Mandy Moore is out. <laughs> yep. Uh, Miley Cyrus and no, not Wrecking Ball. Miley, Miley Cyrus party in the USA. Miley oh, Cyrus, she's out. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Genie in a bottle out. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm taking those off. Wow. Yeah. You know, she's so right. <laughs> Isn't she? About what? First of all, the Mr. Honorados have to go. That's a lot. Yeah, you you don't deserve such respect. No. No. But she's right. I mean, fight song. You don't like that song? I kind of like. I kind of get into it. <laughs> of course it. Yeah, you do. She's, she's wrong. She's dead wrong. <laughs> no, it's... Now, but the it incessant is, play, overplaying, yeah. okay, fine. But it's, that's a catchy tune. Do you feel like if you felt better about yourself, though, in general, yeah, that the song wouldn't have the impact it has on you? No. Okay. I feel very good about myself. I don't. That's why I like the song. I like because it's like um- I'm gonna make it. <laughs> You're damn got right. Got a lot of fight left. Yeah. I'm not dead yet. I'm gonna take back the night. Yeah. Um, no, I I tend to like upbeat, positive music. Me too. Everything else in life can be depressing. I don't need to listen to music to make me depressed. Right, you listen to this. You want to be depressed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the email. Perfect. We're on Twitter, at Chris Sonorato. At Sean Bagnardi. At Sean Bagnardi. We keep it simple. Uh, But, yeah, please, by all means, hit us up on Facebook. I think we've... It's guest time. Wasted enough time here? Please, for the love of God, let's bring somebody else into this show. 
Okay. Once again, Sean, we have managed to overreach our bounds Always. in terms of getting a guest. Yep. And we have Christy Barletti with us. Christy, thank you so much for taking the time and hanging out. Thank you, and thank you for pronouncing my last name correctly. <laughs> I got married. I went from Gustafson to yes. Barletti. I thought, well, this is an easy last name, and nobody ever pronounces this one correctly either. So. B-A-R-L-E-T-T-E. Right. So some people will say Barlett or Bartlett. And there's no extra T in there. But so I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, the Twitter handle is easier. Yes. At just Christy. That's easy. Yes. (laughs) Just Christy. Just Christy. Just Correct. Correct. At just Christy. Yeah. I tried to get Christy with no just, but I couldn't. So I, I, somebody had just Christy and she hadn't used it for a year. So I emailed Twitter and believe it or not, they emailed me back and said, we'll release the name and here you go. Interesting. Yeah, you, you don't do think that. that people at Twitter are li- really listening to you, right? Yeah, no. Or anyway, anybody, anybody yeah. is listening it to was, us. Yeah. It was that night. Within two hours, they said, here you go. You can wow. have this handle. Would you want so. just Chris? No, actually, I, this is strange. So when I, when I first heard about Twitter, I signed up then and there thinking I'll probably use this down the road. And that's how, not that Chris Honorado is a common name, mm-hmm. but that's how I was able to get that simply. Yeah. And you're verified. And verified as Christy. Sure. Yes. I'm the only on un- verified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you get that little check mark and you're like, ooh, I'm verified. And then I don't really know how much it means. No, I don't you know, know that it does anything. Right. It. Yeah, right. Christy, uh, you, you're now an editor for the Albany Times Union, uh, but you do blog. Yes, yes. I still do blog. I blog mostly. Um, I have a radio segment uh, that I do on Thursdays, so I typically will blog for that. And anything that I blog about is lifestyle related. Yeah. It's it's features. It's the Some people call it the fluff or the nonsense. I call it the fun, light stuff that you know we all need a little bit in Absolutely. our life. We Absolutely. need the hard news and things like that, but the... You know, some people have fun with the sports. Other people have fun with the features, and some people have fun with both. So I do the features. We have plenty of questions about everyday life, which you are now an expert on, I would say. Uh, and I think a college. What does that too. mean exactly? Why is she an expert on everyday life? Because based on my dealings with Christy and the way I follow her on social media, I can tell that she's an adult. Oh, and I can see. get through daily <laughs> life it. without the issues you and I have. Okay, yeah. got it. Perfect. One, and I have an opinion on everything. One tweet I saw recently, you have a daughter who's almost two, yes. but she is speaking. And Sean, she's speaking in public restrooms. Oh, boy. There was an incident not too long ago, right? Where uh, yes. your, your daughter uh, pointed at a bathroom stall and, and, and she said what? Uh, lady in there pooping. Yeah, lady in there pooping. <laughs> wow. So now, She will probably do things later in life that embarrass you even more, but is that at the top of the list right now? You know what it is? I personally, it takes a lot to embarrass me because I've been in this industry for a long time, so I'm used to people saying things. What it, what my bigger concern was this woman being embarrassed. Sure. Because, so I right. said, you know what? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Before the no woman comes out, yeah. so that we don't have to have any of, of that awkwardness, because you know you think. And I thought, well, it's better than going in the store like you still do. So yeah, yeah, you'll get one. to there embarrass. You you'll get to reverse it though, and embarrass your daughter with it later. When it, you're like, do you know what you said? Exactly. You, yeah. right. The way I dress when she's older and all those things I can do to to embarrass her. So it'll come around. What about your husband? What does he do that annoys you most? Because what Sean and I have oh learned, boy. even just through eight episodes of this podcast, is that we do and say a lot of things that, that annoy our listeners, and, and many of them are female. And we read an email earlier in the podcast about a, a female listener who just ripped me to shreds over my music choices. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, 
Hmm. I wish I knew that question was coming. I guess I would say this is so stereotypical female, but I he works outside. He does a ton of work outside. It's wonderful. I appreciate it. I don't have to do it. But then just when I'm done cleaning or vacuuming, he comes walking in the house with the dirty clothes and the dirty oh, shoes. And right. I want to say don't do that. Mm. But then I feel like you did just, you know, stack wood and yeah. do things, mow the lawn for eight hours. But don't come in the house with your dirty shoes. So that's that's definitely. Okay. A big one. Yeah, because once you start putting that down, the hard work is scaled back. <laughs> yeah, right. The lawn just gets six feet high. No. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's one of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's not so bad. No. Well, There's we a lot would, worse out there. Right. If you were married, you would annoy your wife oh, with much it. worse yes. reasons. No doubt. Right. Oh, I'm sure there are other things. And I'm sure the list of things that I do to annoy him is right there, too. Like bug yelling or nagging him about... The shoes and, and things like that, you know, so. <laughs> when you started the blog, how what was the genesis behind it? Because it's so, like, you know, we honestly started this podcast for a lot of the same reasons, where we just kind of felt like it would be fun to do, and it gives us an outlet, right? But your your creation has become so much more. I'm trying to think of how long ago I started. It might have been 2007, or it might have even been, it was earlier than that, but... <clears throat> It was a time when blogs were really just coming on the scene at newspapers and media outlets. And um, we had a food blog that was incredibly successful. And I said, you know, I would really like to blog. I would like to blog about all the things I write about, which is fashion. And, you know, I wrote a lot about dating. I was single at the time. I wrote about lifestyles, all that kind of stuff. And this woman who I have a lot of respect for and I like a lot, she said, everyone has to eat, but now most people don't care about fashion. So she essentially said, no, you know, no one's going to care. So I said, how about this? Let me write. Nobody some- cares about fashion? I mean, she doesn't love fashion. There are so- huge magazines <laughs> no. worldwide right. based on fashion. I, I think she meant it more in the general sense, that there's okay. not that same passion that there is. We all go out to eat, whether it's, yes. you know, a McDonald's or a high-end steakhouse. Sure. We all go out to eat. Okay. So I think she meant, I guess we all have to get dressed, too, but we don't all have to care about what we look like. Clearly. So, well, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Around the table. So I said, you know what? Let me write six sample posts and just see what you think. And it took me two weeks to write six sample posts, which is funny because now anybody who blogs knows that you need to do yeah. six posts in half a day. <laughs> I did them. I submitted them. They said, all right, let's give this a try. And then eventually my blog surpassed the food blog yeah, and the restaurant right. blog and everything wow. out. Everything but politics. I can't beat politics. You just can't touch politics. Well, that's the one thing everybody has an opinion on, too, that they like to voice. It's not just good enough to have an opinion. They want you to know it. As much as people say, don't talk religion, don't talk politics, everybody wants to talk politics. It's true. They do. And, you know, on the rare occasion, I would foray into politics because I'm not politically savvy, and and I know my place, and it's not with politics. It would be something like commenting on the ties they chose to wear as a debate or (laughs) the facial expressions when, you know, a politician was in trouble and they all made this specific facial expression. Uh, And that's the kind of stuff I would write about. But even that would get people upset. Of of course, because they feel like it's a personal attack on whoever that – what do you make of Donald Trump's hair as someone who – is very stylish and styly inclined. Is that a word? No. Here's the, no. Okay. here's the thing. I think his hair is weird. It's always been weird. It's yeah. always looked this. It's like thin, but it's not getting thinner, which fascinates me because it's almost like, how do you just kind of stop at that midpoint of thinness? Right. But I look at him and I think it's one of the things that keeps him in the news. People talk about yeah. it. They're fascinated by it. If he had just a clean cut buzz cut, it, there wouldn't be that fascination of, is it real? Can I pull it? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So... 
I mean, I wouldn't choose it. And if my husband had hair like that, that would probably be something that would annoy me. Oh, but it, it works for be. Donald Trump. So, remember when, do you remember when his hair used to be like one of the main things people would get after right. him about? Yeah, yeah exactly. Not anymore. When you often see him wearing the hat now, you know, when he's right. up there at the podium, he's wearing a hat these days yeah. a lot of times. Uh, but the other day I saw uh, a, some sort of, you know, Photoshop job where, you know, the man bun is very in now. So they man bunned oh. Donald Trump. And I will say to see his face, it kind of looked pretty good. I think he wears the man bun better than most wow. men because it gets the gets the fluffiness off his head. You know what's funny is the man bun was going to be something I wanted to ask you about. We have we have fashion questions as guys. Uh, and I was going to ask, what is the biggest fashion faux pas right now guys are doing? And I thought you may say the man. What do you make of the man bun? I have never seen a man bun that I like. I, you know, I don't think the man bun works. It's strange. And there was that story out earlier this week about how it it helps enhance baldness, lead to baldness, right. because it's it's tugging at the crown of your head. Uh, so I, I just don't think it works. You know, men have hairstyles that work for them. If you want to leave it long, leave it long, but don't bun it. It's weird. Jorts are out, right? Oh, my god! Do you see people walking around in, in jean shorts anymore? I, sometimes at Walmart. Okay. And I well, shop at Walmart. Sure. I see a lot of people in jean shorts, yeah. men, you know, I, right. I think I know I'd heard you guys talk about this in the past with women are okay in jean shorts. Most women can pull right. them off and there's styles that work. I've never seen a man who can work his jean shorts. No. <laughs> Just as. Yeah. I mean, it only really works as like Daisy Dukes, right? For women. For women. Yeah. There's no way you can. Right. And you have to have the legs, the Jessica Simpson type legs to pull those off. But no, the jort. And then even some men do the. Uh, the, the male capri, which was in oh, several yeah. years ago, but some people just never got rid of those pants. Yeah. And you know what else I don't like for men that is very popular? Mm. Cargo pants. <laughs> They're out, this Christy. Yes. What about cargo shorts? No, and you know what's even worse? <laughs> when people wear them on the golf course. It's like you take yeah. them, and they're bad enough, and yeah. now you've worn them on the golf course, and my mind explodes. They're too baggy. You start putting it's things into but the you... cargo pockets. It sags down even more. It's a mess. It does, and I see the pockets are practical, especially while golfing. You've got places for your balls, your tees, ball marker, all that stuff. Sure. But whether no matter where you are, except maybe if you're working outside or painting, I don't see a need for cargo pants. I don't like them. I don't like the way they look. What about the jogger now? Have you seen the, their sweatpants, but they've got elastic bottoms, and it's like an actual thing that is, I mean, high-end designers are making these jogger pants. They showed it a lot at New York Fashion Week this year, and women are wearing it with, with high heels. They're women wearing them with high heels, and I don't think I could pull it off because my body type's just not working with the jogger, but I think women who have skinny ankles... And petite figures can wear them, and they actually look pretty good. Like a Jada Pinkett Smith, she can do it. By the way, I know we talked, we, we compared food and fashion. I'm not a foodie. I don't, like, crave food. So, I mean, I'll eat just about anything, whatever. But I, don't, I never, like, oh, I'm dying for a steak or anything like that. It's more the alcohol. I'd do. rather talk fashion. <laughs> it is more the alcohol. Yeah. We've, had a, we've, we've discussed what would you give up before you gave up alcohol. Well, it would be very easy for me to give up alcohol because I have a drink maybe once a year. Wow. And that's always, even college, wow. I, was, I was always the DD and never yeah. the drinker. So alcohol would be easy. What would I have? So what would I have a hard time giving up? Well, my favorite food would be sushi. And I had to give that up when I was pregnant. And that was tough. Mm. Like so tough that about not even 24 hours after my daughter was born, I had an Italian mixed sub because I missed cold cuts. And a su and sushi because those were horrible. You like I put them. the sushi on the sub. Let's right. yeah. just get to the bottom. Put it right Give in me there. the salami, yeah. the pepperoni, 
and the raw fish. It's a great combination. <laughs> and are you a coffee drinker? No, no I okay. find coffee repulsive. I Same hate here. Can't the do smell. It. I don't understand it. I'm a morning person, so I'm like, I'm up anyway. Right. Not big into the hot drink situation. This is and unbelievable. I, the coffee, I, the smell is the biggest thing, and I feel like it does weird things to people's teeth and to their breath. Yeah. Well, and yeah. It's a drink water. I'm all about the water. I like the smell of it brewing, but once it's out of the pot, not a fan. The smell of it brewing reminds me of either like a VFW or a church basement or something <laughs> like that. Because growing up, I'd be at church, you know, in coffee hour, the, the coffee would be brewing and it brews in those huge like cauldron type things. Oh, it just smells horrible. I hate it. And I feel like it gets in your hair. I hate it. I get taken to that kind of place with the smell of smoke. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's no that's good for anybody. Because when I was younger, going to those kind of places, mm-hmm. you could just smoke, smoke wherever anywhere. inside. And it was that always I would you'd go home and it'd be on your clothes. And so really any kind of cigarette smoke smell now mm-hmm. takes me to like a VFW or an American Legion post. <laughs> or a bowling alley. Remember, bowling you couldn't go alley, into a bowling yeah. alley without being like, yeah. And you'd come yeah. away and. Like, if you know, if you have longer hair, if you're a man waiting for the man bun or a woman with longer hair and you would sleep at night and you didn't wash it, it's like you'd roll over and you would just oh, smell because yeah. your hair would get in your face. And it would be like, I'm back in the bowling alley. And it's then it's on the, the pillow. It's everywhere. It's Do you remember the great debate when you'd walk into a restaurant and it was yeah. smoking or non? Because it was always, look, we can get you a table with <laughs> right. the smoking right, right now. Yeah. But if you want non, you're going to have to wait like 25 minutes. Ugh, right. I don't know. And then there'd be those smaller, you know, boutique type restaurants, like some smaller Italian restaurants, and there'd be like here's smoking and right. here's non-smoking. But essentially, I could hold hands with the smoker. Right, the smoke exactly. comes because, across <laughs> because the smoking section's here. I'm in the non-smoking. You're smoking. Right. You're smoking. And then New York was one of the earlier states to have it, and I would go elsewhere, and it would be weird to me if you were in New Jersey right. or something like that. Now they don't have it now, but they kept they had smoking longer than we did, and I would go into a restaurant and think people can still smoke here. I know. We were in Indiana. A few years ago now, so I don't know if the state law has changed, um, but went to a bar and people were smoking. And you're, it just kind of shocks you because in the early 2000s, New York got rid of it. California had gotten rid of it as well. And, and so in 2012, to still see that was, was crazy. We've asked other friends this. Once you've had a child, what happens, what, what is the most shocking part of having a kid that you didn't know was coming? I would say it's not as hard as people say it is. Really? People say it's so hard. I think it's awesome. I mean, of course it's hard, and I'm tired sometimes, and <laughs> and she embarrasses me sometimes. And, you know, there's times where you just think, like, come on, we got to get out of the house. But I think because I had I had a daughter a little later than most of my friends, so, of course, I had heard all the stories. Mm-hmm. And people like to share their horror stories more than they like to share their stories of joy. Always. And so, of course, I go into it thinking, oh, my gosh, like, this is this is going to be so incredibly difficult. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not nearly as hard. And, and maybe I'm just a pessimist, so I had myself set up <laughs> for this. Uh, but I would say that was my biggest okay. surprise. That's nice. And I would say also, I think for me, I became a slightly less judgmental person. I'm still judgmental. I make a career out of being judgmental, but I'm maybe a little bit more understanding. You know, before I just kind of spew my opinion, I think, all right. And that has nothing to do with uh, people being parents. I'm just saying about to society in general. I think I'm maybe a little bit nicer to people. Okay. Wow. So it's all positive. That's pretty good. Yeah. I really, I really don't, I I can't think of anything specific. 
to complain about. You were a morning person to begin with, yes. you said. So you're a self-starter anyway. Yes. My cousin actually said that to me. She's like, it's going to be easier for you because you're up. Mm. I'm up at five or six. My daughter doesn't get up till seven or eight. So that, that would kill you or I. Oh, forget kill. it. They haven't get up early. No. This is early. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I literally have been up since 5 o'clock this morning. So, yeah, It's no. after, a little after 10. Right. And uh, it's, this is my 5 in the morning. <laughs> and this is unbelievable. Well, wow. when you don't go to sleep until 4.30, right. there's a problem. Correct. And you oftentimes are asleep on the couch or the floor while something's cooking in the oven. Mm, occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> while you're burning crab cakes. I did hear that story. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. There's a recent study out that says uh, short men have fewer partners than the average height guy. What is the cutoff for a guy? You're a tall woman. Yes, I'm very tall. I'm six feet tall, and I always wear moderate to somewhat decent heels, typically. Um, so I'm probably a bad gauge because my thing was always I wouldn't date anyone who was six foot one or shorter because okay. I would tower over them. Right. Um, but I would say, to me, a tall guy is five foot ten or taller. Okay. Um, but you know, one of the things I can see, one of my good friends from college, she's maybe five one. Her husband's six five, and we always joke to her that you took a tall guy. When any time a short <laughs> woman is with a tall guy, I feel like you you like you took him off the market. Interesting. You, he was, you're right. supposed to save him for us yeah. tall women. Plenty of average height guys who right. would tower over her. Yes. Right. That's not so fair. The tall women need the tall guys. Mm. So save them and keep looking. Okay. Interesting. Manscaping. Yes. It's a huge thing. It's yes. gone way beyond its, its set boundaries that people are well aware of. Guys are now shaving their legs, their forearms. Have you seen this? No, I have not. When you say manscaping, I think of the 40-year-old virgin where he was, you know, getting <laughs> his getting chest waxed. waxed. Yeah. Um, I did not know. I only thought that male swimmers and male bicyclists uh, shaved their legs and forearms. I, to me, that's a little that's a it's little too strange. Much. And you know, shaving's a lot of work, or waxing, or electrolysis, or whatever the heck you're going to do. Laser, that to me is just like like I'm a female and I don't shave my you know I've got blonde hair, but I don't shave my right. your arms. I don't even know women who shave their arms. That is. That's would you bizarre. ever? What would? What would, what would compel you? Yeah. What would be the reason? If is there one at all that would compel you to shave your legs? No, there isn't one. No. But I don't know why we've gone there now. Why there's like this feeling to want to be hairless, <laughs> or at least as trimmed hair-wise as possible. You know what it is? I think that like if hair is not on your head, it's considered gross. It's like think about it. You see like a hair in the bathroom or on your plate, yeah. and you're you're just like, oh, that's disgusting right. but like this is not disgusting yeah. on your head but you just think of it as soon as it's left your body it's disgusting and i guess the more hair you have on your body the more <laughs> hair you have to shed mm, right so then if it's not on your body then it's not there to shed and then it's not there to be grossed out by and fall into your food okay. it's so true though because you could be like in bed with a woman roll over wind up in her head at her right. hair and you're right. like oh this is great like yep. her hair smells good it's awesome then roll the other way under your pillow one <laughs> strand of hair and you're like what the hell is this right yeah shove it away as quickly yeah, as exactly. possible yeah. the hair is then gross right because it's not attached to your head and wet hair mm. wet hair when it's strandy and stringy and <laughs> Yeah. On women or men or both, because there both. is there's that look that some women go for, which I feel is very '90s, but it's still kind of around, where they you know put so much mousse or gel or whatever in it to make it look like it's wet all day. 
Yeah, you know what I'm that's... talking about, right? And you kind of crunch it, mm. and then it's crunchy. So if you touch it, it's not soft. It's it crunches and it makes a noise. That's the kind of wet. That's the kind of wet hair. The wet hair look that I certainly do not get at all. How long? What's the average time a woman will spend on her hair? I think it probably depends on the woman. I think women with curly hair have to spend a lot longer because they either need to diffuse it so it's not super fluffy, or they need to, you know, straighten it so that. It's not curly. So I would say a woman like that might take a couple of hours. If you have straight hours. hair, like Good I have straight-ish straight hair, so it's just like get out of the shower and either just go or dry it for five, ten minutes and it's there, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I think it I think it depends on that kind of thing. Hours. That's like hours. we're going Damn. to dinner tonight. I better start. Well, we just yeah. ate lunch. Well, my friend, time. My, get ready. My friend is half Lebanese, half Italian, so she has very curly very wavy, very thick hair. And she was an anchor, a morning anchor for a while. She used to have to get up. So she had to be at work anyway at 3. She would get up at midnight just so her hair was already straight and ready so that in order to get to work by 3, because that's how long it took to get all this thick, dark hair I mean, at that point, who are you impressed at 3 in the morning anyway? <laughs> you asked how much, what's the percentage of time we spend like at the bar or wherever. Right. Imagine the percentage of time of your life you're spending doing your hair. Yep. Right. Too much. Not good. She she left TV and said the best thing was she didn't have to worry about straightening her hair anymore. It was done. Also, go back to your Twitter account at Just Christie. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw you tweeted something not too long ago about you were in close proximity to a woman who was on a date, right? But her date was not at the table in the bathroom window. I don't know. But she was texting another guy at the time? Yeah, so I was, um, it was a Friday night. My husband and my daughter were home. I had gone out with a friend of mine and to, to do something else. And then I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop for dinner on my way home. I'm going to stop for sushi. <laughs> I said how much I love sushi. So I sat at the sushi bar because I'm by myself. And yep. I'm thinking a table for one at a sushi restaurant on a Friday night is a little weird. But at the bar, you can, the sushi bar, <laughs> yeah. you can kind of justify sure, yeah. it. And I got there and there was a, a man sitting by himself. And then there was a couple, and there were two chairs in between. So I was either going to sit next to the man by himself, which I thought he might think I mm-hmm. chose to sit next to him and now want right. to strike up a conversation. Because right. there are other seats open she didn't take. Right. right. She yeah. didn't take the table. And so I sat next to the couple, and the woman was the one closest to me. And I'm listening to them because, again, I'm by myself. And he says, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. So she's texting. And I think, you know, when you're sitting at a bar, you're obviously very, very close right. to someone. And I'm nosy by nature and nosy by profession. <laughs> so I looked, and they were going back and forth, and she was t- telling a, a, a guy, I mean, because I could see his first name on her on her phone, that he was so funny and he was sarcastic, and she forgot how funny he was, Uh-oh. and she missed hanging out with him. Oh, my God. And then, well, the funny thing is, then the guy came back from the bathroom, and he said that while he was in the bathroom, he called his mother. So I'm thinking, well, now maybe they're both trying to two-time. Maybe he's calling some other woman to arrange another meeting. She's trying to Date set not up going so well. yeah, other yeah. dates. And then they're talking, they're talking about their dates. And, and I think it might have been actually their second date because he said, remember on our first date you wanted to take a photo of us and post it to Facebook? And she's like, well, did you think that was weird? He's like, kind of, but how come you're not doing it tonight? And I thought, oh, I know we're not <laughs> yeah, doing it yeah. tonight because, you know, yes. what if that guy's seeing you on <laughs> right, Facebook? Right. So the whole uh, conversation, I will say, was far more entertaining than anything I could have you know, gotten flipping through my phone or anything like that. But then you think about it, and I would think conversation on all first dates, even first dates that go very well. Yeah. You know, mine and my husband's first date was like seven hours long. But I'm sure if somebody was eavesdropping, we had lots of weird, stupid, awkward conversations right. and moments. 
I, I don't think there is any first date out Never. there that goes that goes smoothly. Never. Because it's this new person and you don't know what to talk about. But you don't want to have – there's no such thing as comfortable silence on a first date. No. What did you do on your what? first date with your husband? Uh, so we went to a restaurant. Yeah. Um, we went to a restaurant. We just had dinner. And we were there for so long that they started you know, putting the chairs up on the <laughs> – but the weird thing is, well, we were supposed Sounds to like meet. Sounds like when we leave a bar. Well, <laughs> yeah. we were supposed to meet for drinks, and you know, as I said, I'm not really a, much of a drinker. But I said, you know, I'll have a glass of wine. But when he got there, I was very hungry. He was late. I was about to leave. Oh, jeez. It was bad. But he comes striding in, and I said, okay, great, let's sit down and eat dinner. He's like, no, 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 let's have a drink. So it turns uh, out he was like going to test me, you know, and if if I was tolerable enough to have a drink, then, with, have dinner. Uh, then he could sit with me for a whole meal. It's like wow. an audition. Am I, I going to cast her in this Who meal? Is this guy? It's like I had an audition and I'm sitting there, my stomach's growling because I'm not much of a drinker. It's not good to be yeah, drinking right. and have it not eaten. Right. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, just, you know, get Maybe me a he steak. Knew. Maybe he knew. She's right. hungry. That Now's the, the time to strike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that definitely was, it was supposed to be drinks, but we so did have dinner. I want to go back to catching yeah. that, that person because... If you were to catch, we've talked about this. If you, like, if we were to go into a bar and we were to see one of our guy friend's wife with another guy, mm-hmm. we would tell him instantly. Right. But then we asked ourselves yeah. if we walked in and saw him with another woman, if we're, if we know the wife, but we're, we're, this is a guy friend of ours, do we confront the guy about it? Do we just tell his wife Good what's question. going on? I wouldn't tell the wife because then you're meddling and you're never – that course. friendship's going to be right. over. And even as a female, I would say wow. don't tell the wife okay. because it's you, at the end of the day, your loyalty is to your friend, whoever, whichever person that is. I mean if the friend happens to be your wife – or your wife, if the wife happens to be your friend, then sure. But if your friend is, is the, the man who's there, I, I don't think so. But I also – think there's nothing wrong with not confronting him on the spot, not walking over and saying, what are you doing? Yeah, okay. Because that can make it awkward, too, and cause a scene. Right, but, but there, are, on, there are some who would, who would go and be like, right. like if you saw one of your one of your girlfriends with with somebody who wasn't her husband or whatever, you went up to her like, so how's uh, Bill doing? Yeah. Right, like you could. And I think some people would do that. So I would go up and say hello, because it's like, there's my friend, and I see her, so I'm definitely going, and, and again, I'm nosy, so I would try to kind of flush out the situation. <laughs> of course. But, you know, yesterday I went to, I actually went to lunch with one of my good friends from college. And it was me and my daughter and my friend who's a male. And we're both married, but obviously not to each other. And I think that the waiter was almost trying to, like, feel out what the situation was because I think he could tell we weren't married. But it's like, well, who are these people? And then, wait, but they're not. They're paying separate, you know. So I think you just sometimes don't know the situation. I mean, this is a platonic friend of mine who I've had for 15 plus years. So I think if somebody came up to me and was like, Christy, what are you doing? Why aren't you sitting here with Rich? Why are you sitting here with this other guy? You would be wrong. There's, you know, there's right. nothing with it. So that's the other thing. You can then end up feeling really stupid because you've confronted the person. Yeah. I know you weren't writing that particular type of blog now, but what is hap- what is going on in the dating world now that guys just are not doing well. Well, I would. <laughs> that's a loaded question. Do you, do you want me to answer this? Yeah. Here's what I would say. You know, I think in general, because social media has gotten so huge and texting. Mm. Now, I only started texting a year ago. I was way late on the wow. texting bandwagon. I just, I felt it was silly and a waste of time. And I felt like if I need to talk to you, I can call you or email you. But the texting thing, I, no. And now I like to text. But 
I feel like people rely too heavily on text. And not that you need to. I know most guys don't like to talk on the phone. You know, my husband's not a big phone talker. Most of the guys I know are not big phone talkers. And you don't need to get on the phone forever. But you but, can't ask a girl out on first date through text, right. right? No, that is bad. And that's I think people rely so heavily on text. Or if they kind of want to keep stringing her along but don't really you know, want to mm-hmm. have any kind of relationship, they feel like if I just text her every now and then. Yeah. I mean, I certainly got caught on that being the recipient when I was single. And I'd be like, well, he texted me. Right. So, I mean, he must still be interested. Oh, wait, but now he didn't call or even ask me to do anything for a week. But wait, he texted me. (laughs) And it's like, you're not really into me if you just text me every now and then. So that would be my thing. Making no real genuine effort to either communicate, even just call and say, hey, you want to go get dinner or you want to go, you know, to a haunted house this weekend. There, I think part of the problem is the more we speak, the more likely we are to screw it up. Right. As guys. And there are different like ways in now because before social media you would have to get a number in order to be in touch with somebody. Yeah. Don't you feel like now like you can creep the friend request <laughs> yeah. and then right. do you message I to know. try to get the I feel like people try to use Facebook and or Twitter right. as like the launch point but too much. Just be on Tinder. Right. Yes. I mean, well, because there's poking on Facebook too, and I don't know if you've ever gotten poked on Facebook, but I still don't understand it. People poke me, and I used to think it was sort of a romantic gesture, but then there are women who are married to men, and they're poking me, and I'm thinking, what is poking on Facebook? Because I used to think it was almost like winking and what is on a it? dating site. Do we know? I think it's just like, hey, I'm thinking of you. Is it still? Is it? It's still a thing, isn't it? Poking, yeah. Oh, I yeah. got poked like last week. Yeah, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Sure. So, but. Yeah, and yes, I can, I see what you're saying, and you can screw up, but I would rather hear a guy talking and screwing up than just kind of sitting there silently the and not saying anything at all. But or the text, texting. it just says, hey. Yes, that's what, what is I mean. that? Because then it's like, do I respond? Right. Do I wait a certain amount of time to respond? And then who is the last texter? Whereas if you're, ha- you know what I mean, saying who oh, has, good. Yeah. who uh, has the yeah. last part of the conversation, right. because you don't want to be the last person. No, you want the other, you know, or excuse me, you want to, you know, what I mean? you don't, you want to be the one who shuts the conversation down. Right. You don't want to have sent the message and then be like, oh no, he didn't write me back, or she didn't write me back. What does that mean? Right. And I understand females analyze things way more than males, but the female mindset—that's what it is. We're thinking, what does it mean? What is he thinking? What's going on? And when will every time my phone you know vibrates or beeps? Oh, did he text me? What's going on? So, and I'm always thinking we have a little bit of that in us. Yeah, a little and, bit. But don't you feel like whenever you start the conversation, especially if it's going well, you're immediately looking for the way out? How can I end? It's going well. It's gone well. Right. Oh, before you mess we, it up. Yes. Right. Because we know if we keep it going, right. like that was a good last text. Yeah. But is it a last text? Do I have to? You know, you always when I'm the second I get into a conversation that's going well at all, I want out. Complete change of direction here. Good. When is it too soon to put up Christmas decorations, see Christmas in stores? Have you noticed anything already? So this summer, I definitely saw things. And you know, sometimes like some of the bigger craft stores had Christmas out in July, and to me, that's just craziness. I feel like you're okay in November, but my mentality is right by thanksgiving day after thanksgiving decorations can go up and day after christmas they have to come down i am not a lingerer i would rather even have it in the beginning of november up in my house although it's still thanksgiving decorations yeah the day after christmas i want before i was married the tree came down everything came down now my husband wants the tree up to like mid-january you know till this has no needles left on it at all (laughs) But my thinking is, once it's over, it's over, and I just want to clean up, and I want to start thinking about spring and not 
icicle lights and is that how it was in your in your family did you inherit that so no my parents tend to take it my parents enjoy it longer they'll they'll leave it up for about a week or so but my sister day after christmas no matter what and she doesn't live in the area so she has to do a lot of traveling on christmas no matter how much traveling or how exhausted that tree comes down everything goes away trees at the curb day after christmas morning after wow Wow. it is it is out of there Okay, so you said a couple of things there that that stuck out to me. One, you talked about the needles falling off, so you're a real tree person. I'm all about the real tree. When I'm I a lived... fake tree guy. Yeah, really? Yeah. I've always, growing up, always had a fake tree. Why, though? You have to always. bend the branches. Do you live in an apartment? Uh, I do. Okay, because I know yeah. sometimes in apartments you're not allowed to have a real tree because of fire hazards and whatnot. Okay. But when I, when I moved into my first house and left the apartment, I was like, first thing I thought, yeah. real tree. Real trees smell good. They do. They look more natural because they're a little awkward and yeah. weird where a, a fake tree is so symmetrical, it's it's fake. It doesn't look real. It's just so much. It's it's work. It's, it is there's work. upkeep. You've ha- you're vacuuming constantly or sweeping. You are. You have to water the thing. I put it up, and here's the other thing, too. Don't tell me you have the one with the lights already on it. Oh, no, no, no. I put my own lights on it. Do you go fake scent? Do you go fake pine scent? No, I don't. Hang the little air freshener in there in the corner. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But in the back, no one can see it, but the smell is coming off. Well, they have, like, sprays and drops. Growing up, my dad and my parents would have the spray for the fake tree. We (laughs) We would use that sometimes. But always had a fake tree. Now, I like the fake tree because... I'm I'm different than you. I like to put the tree up early and leave it up even through most of January, probably. New Year's. Like New Year's lights. for me. Yeah. Cr- okay, the lights do give a nice glow it's to the nice. room when it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. But aren't you tired of looking at that thing and it's taking up space? And it- yeah, I'll, uh, This is part of it, too. I don't like winter. So Christmas, for me, and that kind of whole setup gets me through a good portion of december and january what do you go on the tree you go lights tinsel i go no i just go lights ornaments lights and you know last year i didn't put any ornaments on no ornaments no ornaments no no. so So, you really just want the lights lights. so you might as well just put like a one of those like fake trees that you know the whatever they are that stand in people's corner like at the doctor's office wrap some christmas yeah, lights around it sure up, and then you've up, got year all round. year round yeah. i have uh the fake gift boxes that light up that go underneath the tree you do not i do and then i put a That's santa so hat cheesy. on the top of the uh the top of the tree why wouldn't you put ornaments <laughs> Great. fake tree a, no ornaments who has a christmas fake tree boxes fake presents. <laughs> fake presents i love christmas right. <laughs> it's great who has a christmas tree with no ornaments on it well, I don't have any, or, you know, I think all the ornaments we put on the tree growing up, right, were like cartoon characters, or my brother and I made them in right. school as kids. I don't have any kids, I'm not married, so I don't have like these homemade Christmas ornaments. I could go out and buy Yeah, you no, should. You see, should my buy parents, I took a lot with me when I left the house. Mm. A lot of my child, because I like every ornament that you put on that tree reminds you of something like there's sure yeah. i have a basketball because for like one summer i played summer league and <laughs> basketball because i'm so tall that it was like a, that was my summer destiny you. and i was horrible <laughs> i mean embarrassingly horrible i actually threw the ball over my head backwards it was bad but i have that basketball and i look at it and think that was my summer my summer of basketball and you have things like that and you remember points in your life with and your that, different ornaments yeah, that i get but, i just don't have i mean you don't have to ornaments. go go out and buy cartoon characters you have to go get the latest disney ornaments you can go out and just get you know the regular like ball, the ball yeah globe. i have those i just don't put them on because what's the like as as christy said the ornaments 
growing up, we all associate something with an ornament, right? Baby's first Christmas. You have a baby's first Christmas one for your daughter? I, know, I have a lot. She's born in December, so that's all everybody oh, gave me. I probably yeah. have like 10 of those. Yeah. I think that Could we, I have one? I'll put it on my tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like if you don't put on if you don't put on put ornaments on your tree, it's like a woman going to an event, like a wedding or something like that, not putting any makeup on or any jewelry. Mm. It's like you're Ooh. you're just the person without the decoration and the decoration enhances it and just makes it look better. How's that for an analogy? Even ugly tree. That was what she said. <laughs> I do. It's not working. It's not yeah, working. No. All, right. all the makeup in the world is not going to help Chris's tree. I don't think so. It's fake to begin You're with. You're putting cargo so, shorts on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to look any worse. Oh, you the cargo shorts. This year, Santa will have the man bun on top instead of the hat. Yes, the man bun uh, on Put a man Santa. bun on the top of your tree. Yeah. The, you can good. bend those fake branches any way you want on top. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Go to timesunion.com. Look for Christie's work there as an editor, as a blogger. Uh, follow her on Twitter, at Just Christie. Uh, you're on Facebook as well. Yep, Just Christie Online on Facebook. And you're on Fly 92.3 in Albany every Thursday morning. Thursday morning at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. That's early. Yep. <laughs> you know what? What if radio had, like, DVR? I know. Wouldn't that be great? That would be good. And I'm often driving in the car when I'm listening to the radio. I just want to be able to rewind it, just like you can rewind live TV. Mm. And I'll think, oh, I love that song, or I missed what they just said. I want to rewind it. It, It'll get there, I'm sure. At some point, we'll be able to turn our dial in our car and be able to rewind radio. But we're not quite there yet. Right, like you can go back up to three minutes or whatever the length of the song. What are you listening to now by way of segue here? Yeah, so, I mean, from a radio standpoint, I tend to listen to, you know, top – Top uh, pop, excuse me, top forty and yeah. pop that rhymes and I can't say it, uh, but nothing specific in okay. that regard. What I do like to listen to is I don't have a lot of time to read, so I like to listen to audiobooks. Um, I like to listen to audiobooks while I drive, yeah. or I'm a big rollerblader. Well, I, that can be what you're I, reading. Yeah, I mean, right. but it's but I, all I have to do is read, play, pause, <laughs> skip fifteen seconds ahead, go fifteen seconds back. Um, you know, anything by Jane Green or Jennifer Weiner, I say. And my husband says to me, how can you exercise to that? Don't you want mm. some great music? Something and I you No, and I, it's, it's the time that I get to hear the story. Because otherwise, the only books I'm reading are, you know, books designed for two-year-olds. Right. So that's yeah. not exactly <laughs> moving my mind. So well, my sister-in-law, you can tell your husband this, my sister-in-law will run and listen to this podcast while she does that. Wow, that's now, that would make me want to run off a cliff, right? not actually exercise run. Or maybe she thinks I can run faster and faster. <laughs> to get away and from then it. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll and, get away from it. And what are we watching? Do you have time to watch anything that isn't related to a two-year-old? I do. Well, so you know what my favorite show is, and, and this makes me old and people make fun of it, but I love Dancing with the Stars. My dream is to be a professional dancer. Wow. I have no coordination, and I stepped on my husband's feet at our you know our wedding when we danced, but I love Dancing with the Stars. I love the costumes. I love the music. I love the fitness. I love everything about it. So my Monday night, my husband's off watching football. Yep. I'm in the other room <laughs> watching Dancing with the Stars. I never miss cool. it. Okay. So that's my show. I've seen plenty of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, they usually have an athlete of some sort on there. Yeah, yeah, they do. Who's the athlete this season? I can't. I can't even think of who. It, don't know. No, <clears throat> I can't think of who it is. I don't know if there's. There always is, but I can't think of who yeah. it would be. But Bindi Irwin's there, and I love her from you know the Crocodile Hunter. Oh, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Steve Irwin. So yeah. that that's who I'm. That's who I'm chasing this time. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, they've, I know they had Jerry Rice. They've had Emmett Smith. Yes, um, yeah. That's the only time I can get my husband to watch because sure. he's a huge football person. So okay. if there's a football player on there, he will watch. Now, who's his team? 
the Giants. Giants. Fan. My daughter has a Giants jersey. My husband's got a Giants jersey. They're all they're all about the Giants. But uh, he's done a lot of yelling so far this year. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that I actually know because I do do like a little um, pool, like a family pick 'em. Yeah. I just have to pick who's going to win, and there's a spread, so you really don't even have to be make any kind of educated decision because the in theory the choices are equal. Right. Um, so I do know I have stopped picking the Giants because I'm like, even though the spread is in their favor, I know that they're not doing that great. Mm-hmm. So I know not to pick them. But other than that, I just pick based on wherever the team is based is in a city that I like. Okay. Or, for example, I always pick New Orleans because I still feel bad for them after the, yeah. <laughs> you know, the storm, after Katrina. But other than that, that's And how do you picks. generally do based you know on what? that? I, there's 15 of us in a 12. I'm in second or third place. Yeah. My mother wins almost every year, and she knows even less than I do. Do you do the NCAA tournament brackets I at all? do do that, and I've come in last. So this is the first year I didn't do it because for three years I came in last, mm, and there were more than okay. 100 people playing at work. Oh, wow. Dead last. I feel like you should at least get your money back when you come in yeah, dead sure. last. That's, it's hard to do. I should get my $5 back. Right. We'll pay that out. Yeah. yeah. So that's – I love it. It's fun, but I have really no idea what I'm doing there, and it's – you know, I'm like, oh, Gonzaga. That's how you say that, right? Yeah. I like that name, so I pick them <laughs> sure. because they've got a great name. Yeah, yeah and that's but that's the strategy that the person who ultimately ends up winning. I, that's what that's I. That's they, what oh, I, that, I, I like that about color. The football pool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The football pool, I'm doing better in than Victor the, it's easy Espinosa. To it. That's it, Victor right? Espinosa. Well, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah he's out. Yeah, yeah he got kicked off. Uh, this, I think, the second week. Okay. He was. He did, did not do so great. No, yeah. he was the first one to go. I think. Oh boy. Um, he did not do well. Did he dance in his silks? Were they wearing? Was, we know, but his first dance was a jockey, uh, you know, a horse-themed dance. But the, we talked about short guys and tall women. I was yeah. It's very hard. Mm. His pro is taller than he was, and I think she's the shortest pro they have because, mm, obviously, as a jockey, he's short, right. and you can't find a woman They should to just put him with the she's tallest. She's doing the lifts. Yeah, right. throw, him, throw yeah. him around the whole place. <laughs> Swinging him around, yeah. All right. Hey, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for, for having me. It. Thank it was you. a lot of fun. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, we love it. The, the free format, and, uh, and you fit perfectly, so thank you so much. All right, much. great. Thank awesome. you very much. All right, that was fun. Now, what are you reading, watching, listening to? Okay. I am about to be watching two shows that I I watch but had, had basically been caught up. But I only watch them on DVD. haven't had the opportunity to watch them while they're on for whatever reason. One of them is Blue Bloods. It's on Blue CBS. Bloods. Tom Selleck. Yeah. A uh, buddy of mine from high school was on that show. Cool. Named Eric Morris. Played. Do you remember? Listen to this and retweet the link. Like us on Facebook. <laughs> Who did he play? Do all those things. He Eric. was just in one episode. I mean, he, right? he, he was, was in. A, a, yeah, no, he was in more than one. Okay. Um, so but, he probably played a cop <laughs> or a lawyer. You know, you have no idea. Uh, and the other one, I'll be getting the so the latest season of that. I think they're actually going into it, another season in the fall here, but the the latest season. Before that, had just come out on DVD. So, and the, the other thing that's out is, isn't Donnie Wahlberg in that too? He is, yeah. and he's great. Yeah, in it. I I've really, really yeah. like his character. Cool. Try from me, but, um, and Homeland, the new Homeland. season of Homeland. Are you caught up on that show? I'm, I'm caught up to the point of I haven't seen the last season. Okay, which is four, I believe. I don't know. I'm, I believe I'm it's literally four. season two, episode one. <clears throat> okay. But now that Ray Donovan is done, I'll get into Homeland. Okay. So that's what you're watching as well. That's that's what I will be watching right. as well. And House of Cards. Which you have not well, started. Uh, no, that's all catch up. Yeah. Okay. That's way, uh, at the very beginning of that. 
enjoy the ride. It's fun. I first heard. first two seasons especially. Yeah. Uh, I am listening to. I'm not listening to much. I, I okay. listen to the same podcast every week. Yes. I'm a creature of habit. Yep. Um, but new. You talked about some of the newer songs last week, and was made so fun I'm trying to, about it for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to try to listen to some of those, despite you being made fun of for that, because I do need. I need to hear. I need. I feel like I'm not quite in tune with the. Really. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I hear Selena Gomez. Is that is she current? Um, <laughs> she wants to look good for me. Demi Lovato. Is that her? Is that her? That's Demi Selena Lovato Go- is doing some new stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Um, and you're reading. No. You're not reading. You're writing. I'm writing. Yeah. I'm writing some some things that uh, we'll we'll talk about down the road. But I'm 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 writing some things, working on some things, uh, so a project that you and I'll be a part of. You've always had an interest in script writing, <clears throat> correct? Yeah, very cool. Screenplays. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I've told you what I'm watching. Uh, I am reading. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I have not. Here's here's what I wonder. There are people in this world much busier than I. Oh sure. How do these people find time to read? I have no time to read. None. Right. Well, you do. Do I? Yeah. What do I do instead? Drink. Oh, okay, right. Uh, not prepare for this show. See, why don't I read and drink? Because then you won't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough to right. stay focused yeah. and locked in. Yeah, there are a lot of things with, the, with nights I don't want to piece together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yes, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, I read Sports Illustrated every week, but... In terms of like picking up a book and really reading it, any interesting articles that have stuck out? Well, there was one a couple of weeks ago in Sports Illustrated about Aaron Rodgers, which you know how I feel about him. Yeah, um, romance. Yeah, a little bit, and uh, and that was really it was like the mental makeup of Aaron Rodgers. Really cool, interesting. Yeah, um, listening to listening. You know what I've been listening to? Uh, created a well, I, I didn't create it. I just picked the channel on Pandora. You too. Well, I'm a big fan of you too. Are you a big fan of how? Their music just comes on your phone. That, that happened once, right? Yeah. But I got this new phone. No, I got I a whole care. album on there. People like freaked out. Oh, you, you just put whatever you want on my phone. You have much worse on your phone, <laughs> trust me, than a U2 album. Right. You know, and honestly, you could say like, oh, this U2 just put the... I don't use my phone as an iPod. Yeah, I don't either. So I'm not listening to music on my phone anyway unless it's pandora for whatever reason at the time sure so no i'm not i don't care how's that sure okay um but yeah that's that's that that, that i think that pretty much does it here we've hit the Exhausted. end of another road yeah yeah completely we're done all right week nine. Oh boy the big what are we doing for the big 10 <laughs> the big one oh into our third month wow shocking nobody saw this coming right no. We have a few ideas for podcasts in the future. Right. And you know what? I mean, send us stuff on Facebook. If you want us to do a certain topic, discuss something specifically, do that on Facebook. Right. We talked about the new page. Right. This is going to be a a new avenue, a mm. content generator, maybe. Maybe. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week.